So, hello everyone. I'm Arkan, and I have the honor today of hosting today's weekly Torchain chat. Unfortunately, I needed to do it from, from my account. Torchain was not able to do it. But just to remind everyone, this live stream offers like the Torchain community, a platform to come together, the updates from the core team, Tor security, and the ecosystem partners, and also to share announcements and updates, and even from community members to, to speak up and, and ask questions. Today is a bit special for several reasons, and unfortunately, no one from the core team could participate today. So I thought it's it's a great opportunity to do a kind of ecosystem-focused session today. And I'm very happy to have four guests today with me for a panel discussion and also individual updates. It's Emily from XDeFi, who will join a few minutes later, then Marcel from Tor Wallet, as well as Lucas and Michael from Broker. This just means that we will carry over all Torchain core focused questions to next time. And all of these questions that I've received accordingly are over Twitter and Discord. They will be answered next week. And as mentioned before, recording of the live stream will be published on runebase.org by COXNWEN after live stream, probably later today. And we will share it over Discord, Twitter, so everybody who is not able to join live will be able to, to do a recap there. So, but now I think let's welcome today's speakers. Perhaps could each of you do a short introduction, just in case somebody doesn't know you yet. And perhaps uh, Marcel, uh, can you start from Marcel from, from Tor Wallet? Yeah, absolutely. Not sure how long this introduction uh, should be. I really just a, a like... minute or two to understand <laughs> okay. uh, what's your okay. role. Uh, because normally I don't like to talk too much about myself, more about the project, but happy to do so. So my name is Marcel. I'm the, the CEO, co-CEO of Tor Wallet. I'm also actually a course director here at the local university of Lucerne in blockchain and crypto finance. I have a banking background, a master in finance, also I started a PhD in IT here. I spent a lot of time in the world of startups from various roles pretty much you can think of went into bitcoin and blockchain i would say rather late into 17 16 17 but never left back uh, looking back and uh, yeah now i'm super happy to be here with tor wallet happy looking forward to all the questions and yeah thanks a lot perfect thank you marcel uh, lucas do you want to continue sure uh, lucas and michael yeah yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us on the session today. I'm Lucas from Procker. I'm the CEO. I'm really glad to see so much European people here, like um, you guys, Tor Wallet, Switzerland. We are we are at Procker. Um, we're initially based in Austria, but yeah, now kind of um, distributed all over the world with our team. But yeah, still great to see that so many people are here from, from Central Europe as well. And it's not only Americans and not only Asian people who are in the crypto space. Yeah, actually, we, we as a team started out already nearly four years ago in the crypto space, founding our company Block42, which is kind of the core team behind Procker. We started out with an investment fund-like vehicle. So we started investing in the crypto space with our own funds and with some funds of, of investors. And also started out to build up a, a dev team and build different projects for various networks in the space, like Icon, Phantom, Torch and Terra, 
and some some more. And beginning of this year, we decided to kind of pivot and start to build our own product with all the the experience we had already from building in the crypto space. We we thought this could be a good good place and time to build our own product, and so this was kind of the inception of Procker. Perfect. Thank you very much, Lucas and, and Michael. Uh, perhaps shortly about your role at uh, at Procker. I think Michael is still a listener, at least. Ah, uh, okay. I think he resigned from from speaker. Uh, no worries. So Michael goes with with work and enjoying Lucas today in, in in the discussion. And I also see that uh, Emily is now also here from from XDefi. No, also left again. I'm not sure. I, I can't see him. At least not on the speaker. Yes, yeah, he was here a second uh, ago. Okay. Anyway, until Emily joins again, let's quickly go through the uh, agenda today. So first, I want to give uh, just some general updates from the week, what happened within Torchain. Um, then I've just a few general questions about uh, Torchain. I want to ask the, the panel, like uh, you guys, that uh, just introduced yourself, talk about recent events. Uh, ideal weeks that are ongoing and and uh, general like the, the reinstallation of Torchain over the, the recent weeks. Um, then we will hear from each project like the latest update for XD5, Torvald and, and Proker, uh, what they are currently working on, what has been uh, what have been the latest milestones, and um, then the community has the opportunity to ask uh, questions, like to come on stage, uh, ask people um, questions they are interested in. Okay, so. Uh, Emily, you're back as a as a speaker. I see. If you, can you also quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah, my background is more traditional finance. Uh, switched to tech uh, a few years back. That's where I met my uh, current partner, David. Where basically we're working for BCG, launching ventures for them in London, and. Uh, Invested early in Torchain, and you know, I think it was back in May 2020 last year. We were discussing with the core team, and um, you know, quickly realized that uh, the type of infrastructure that we've now built was necessary for all the the, the Torchain users to be able to um, to connect and interact with any UI interfaces powered by Torchain. So that that that's more or less uh, uh, where uh, I guess Xify Wallet comes from. Perfect. Thank you, Emily. So let's just continue with a few updates. We'll keep it, it short. And as I mentioned in the beginning, like any questions regard, regarding torching core topics and technical questions, we'll answer like uh, next time when we have uh, members from core team and nine realms again here at the, at the live AMA. So what happened recently? I mean, today you probably saw like the node churn happened the first time earlier today, the first time since July after network was down and leading to 3 million rule as extra bond. And the new churn interval has been set to, to three days now. So we have regular churn of nodes. Then on 8th of November, there was a huge uh, development update published in Medium. And I will share also the links uh, later on, but you can see it on the Torchain Medium. Like the most important uh, input there was uh, like all the fixes they have uh, done, the Tor security update. So all chains have now been uh, audited. Uh, all the, the audits have been completed. A whitelist has been implemented for ESC20 tokens. So also this uh, additional security measure in terms of limiting the uh, ESC20 contracts that can be added to, to Torchain to avoid things that have happened in, in the past, unfortunately. 
Then uh, there was has been an update on the IBC integration, so Cosmos IBC integration, uh, with the conclusion that IBC is not really suitable for Chain. So it's, uh, it absolutely requires economic insurance for, for all the bridges, and IBC cannot guarantee this. But the good news, I mean, the Terra integration, so Terra blockchain integration, it's still on the table and looks like this will happen end of the year. And this will also be a question for, uh, for the panel later on. Uh, then there has been the treasury report, the quarterly treasury report by Trollchain. Um, so protocol reserves are now 177 million Rune, worth currently 2.5 billion. Treasury compromises of 273 million in total assets, uh, so in a diversified, uh, several diversified assets. And it's still the plan to hand over full control of the protocol, of GitHub, of socials, and also the treasury in about eight months, so summer 2022, uh, to kind of complete the, the road to decent, complete decentralization. And there's also part of this planned obsolescence will be that the, the, uh, the treasury will be split up across the ecosystem teams, they will be responsible for um, for handling the treasury. So it's kind of expected to have five to 10 treasuries, which is also much more decentralized than having one, one central big treasury. Um, then a new ecosystem page has been published. Uh, so we can find all the different projects that are building on top of Torchain or building tools for Torchain. So it's docs, docs, slash ecosystem you can see like obviously the, the the project we are hearing about today but also others like DeFi spot uh, tour swap um, different analytics projects and also for new people can get a really good overview on what's being built on and for for tour chain and we've also uh, gotten the latest update on the, on the roadmap. So uh, Ethereum version 3 router upgrade is next step after the churn that has happened today. Then we'll see the activation of Synth. Really, really big topic. The first real big new feature for Torchain coming up. And we'll talk obviously today with Broker about this. Then we'll uh, hear about uh, Tor names. Um, this will also be kind of a a victim of the exploit that had happened earlier this year, but tournaments will now be realized and uh, with the traction that uh, Ethereum name service has seen just now because of the airdrop, we can expect something similar in terms of hype also for, for Torchain. Uh, then new bridges are coming up. Uh, we've talked about Terra, but also uh, bridges to other blockchains uh, are being worked on currently. So. Uh, more assets on Torchain, that's definitely a good, a good thing, right? And last but not least, also the vault nodes, formerly called light nodes, um, will be released. It means like more people can run their own nodes with less uh, capital requirements that we've seen now for, for, the, for the existing nodes. So this just a general update. What has happened is just in one week. So it's really great to see the, the amount of things that are put out in, in the system. It's, uh, that's great. And um, I think that's already a good start for some panel questions, right? Uh, so my question to you is, uh, to the guys from Puaka and Tomas and Emile, how satisfied are you with the current traction of Torchain? I mean, we see now the security audits have been completed. We have now more TVL than before because of several capital raises. We, uh, we have seen 67 Tor node and two Midgard updates. Um, and we see 
typically like about 50 million dollars of, of volumes uh, per day. Um, so what, what's, your, what's your view currently on this? But not only the good things, <laughs> also the things that where you see a uh, need for improvement still. Who wants to, to start? Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll take this one. Um, yeah, actually, it's curious. Um, the, the last couple of months, actually, the core team and, and all ecosystem partners put so much effort in bringing back the system again. But in the course of these months, you, of course, do not see that much of progress. But still, there was so much work performed in more or less in the, in the background. Uh, and now, when the system is back, um, you see all, all the results of the last months. And I think right now, a lot of positive events happening in the Torchon ecosystem. And it's good. It's good for all of us to see, to, to read some good news again, uh, see some positive messages. Um, and yeah, in my opinion, <clears throat> the entire ecosystem getting traction again, uh, really, really fast. So, so much things happened. You just mentioned them. What what just happened in, in the last week? And this is this is kind of crazy. And I'm really looking forward to keep up this pace now till end of this year. So much on the roadmap um, for the next couple of weeks and months. And if the if the core team is able to deliver that and all the ecosystem partners can also push their roadmap as planned, I'm pretty bullish on the on the next on the near future for Torchin. Great to hear. In, in terms of security, how confident are you now with uh, reinstallation of, of Ethereum and ESC20 and new bridges coming up? I mean, you, you won't be ever 100% secure. Um, of course, there can be can be issues um, also in the future. But I think what definitely changed is how much people uh, look on the code, how much um, entities try to challenge the code and find those those um, issues and try to remove them before they went live. So, yeah, as I said, you never can be 100% sure, but I'm pretty confident that we don't see those big issues again as we as we witnessed in summer this year. Yeah, thank you, Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with Lucas on that. I think uh, security-wise, like a lot of efforts have been made, and uh, and Nine Realms did uh, an amazing job with Halborn coordinating the efforts. Uh, I reckon that we're still like into the the, the new territory, uh, um, um, uh, you know, side of things. So there will always be like a need for for this to be an ongoing effort. And I'm sure you know, like all the projects that are working together in the ecosystem, I'm going to make sure that. Uh, the networks remain uh, secure. So I guess that's a, that, that, that's going to be like a, a, an ongoing work for, for, for a long time. And, uh, and uh, again, agree with Lucas, a lot of things have been done the last month. It's good that we took the time to, uh, to make sure that the, the network is, uh, is up back and running and uh, in a secure fashion. Now uh, we can focus on, uh, on, on, the, on delivering the, the, new, uh, the new features uh, uh, of the ecosystem that are going to be quite, uh, quite cool, including since Lucas. Great to hear. Marcel, what's your view? Yeah. Yeah, basically, I can just summarize because everything he said, but <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, a lot of great work has put in. Um, the speed now we see again um, is, is really fast. Um, it, it's super nice to watch and congrat congratulations basically on that. Um, speed always comes with a risk, um, but then again, uh, this time 
those measures have been taken by the core team, Nine Realms, um, Torsec, and so on. Um, so I think all the measures are in place and we can yeah, be, be bullish and obviously reasonable um, looking into the future, yeah. Great, thank you. So uh, before we, we talked about uh, Terra as a, a kind of new bridge, so uh, all the Terra assets coming to uh, Torchim eventually, uh, probably end of the year, not fixed, obviously. Um, and especially for you guys from Broker, Lucas, and Emily for, from XDFI, like Terra has quite a big significance, right? XDFI recently integrated uh, Terra assets into uh, their wallet and, and, and Broker, probably all aware of uh, launching a, a product across Torchain and uh, and Terra. So what, what's your view in this? And do you have a few examples of what kind of use cases uh, this will allow us for the future once we have Terra assets on Torchain? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like, well, I look, at a user level, like personally, I'm, I'm super happy to see this happening. And obviously, at XDeFi wallet level, we, we're super glad to see this uh, happening as well. I think, I think there are a lot of things that are going to be allowed by, by Terra. Obviously, there was a strong overlap between the, the Lunatics and the Torchads, uh, which is a great thing. So it's something that everyone was waiting for. Um, from an XDeFi wallet point of view, we just released actually like an update today, this morning. So it's live. You can try it on XDeFi wallet and you have like a, in a few clicks, you can, you can um, deposit your, your UST uh, uh, in Anchor via the wallet without leaving the wallet, uh, which is going to be quite powerful. I think other user cases that, that are going to be made possible uh, um, by Terra being integrated with, uh, with Storechain is, you know, like... Um, Depositing BTC, for instance, and borrowing some UST and then depositing in, in, in Anchor. Uh, and I think this is a really straightforward like, user case, but it, it talks for itself. Uh, and it obviously like, uh, uh, gives something to, uh, to Bitcoin holders. So a lot of things to say about, about Terra. I'm going to let Lucas uh, go on because I know they have a lot of things uh, ongoing with, uh, with Broker. But yeah, we, we're ecstatic. Great. Lucas? Yeah. For us, it's, it's, it's great to see that those two ecosystems are... Um, um, moving together or coming closer together um actually for for us um, being in the crypto space a couple of years the torch and the terror ecosystems are those two protocols we we've invested in very early and we are kind of working closer together since since a long time already and now seeing those ecosystems um, connecting to each other is is really great for us and that's actually what proker in its more or less first product version is aiming for to make use of both ecosystems. So using Torchin as this um, liquidity hole where um, you, just have, you just have those assets in there, you can swap between them um, from asset A to asset B. And then the mirror ecosystem to really put those assets to work. So in the end, what Proc will, will offer is take any Torchin provided asset and put it um, to work on various protocols in the Terra ecosystem with a seamless user experience. You don't care about all these, uh, all these, these steps in between of swapping, of transferring to different wallets, of putting it into some smart contracts or whatever. So we want to provide this seamless user experience um, to our users and for that make use of Torch and, and, and Terra. Um, yeah, so... I think that's a, a great benefit for Torchin as well to get Terra on board. Um, as I said before, IBC won't be won't be enabled for that. 
Um, but that's the good thing for all, all Torchain native assets. So for Rune and for all synthetic assets, IBC will be enabled. So we will see synthetic assets being moved around into the Cosmos ecosystem. And this will open up a bunch of new uh, use cases um, and pretty, pretty excited about what's, what's coming next with that. So this means we uh, not just be able to use like terror assets on, on, on Torchain, for example, to grow and, and deploy, but also uh, take Rune as like collateral for, for Anchor in the future and, and things like that. So I think that composability uh, will, be, will be big here again. Exactly. And, and what's happening right now is that this, this technical foundation is laid out. Um, um, as mentioned before, NineRobs is working on integrating the um, integrating Terra via the pools. And right after that, IBC should also be enabled to, to have the um, Torchain native assets being able to move around. Well, not even to, to, to Terra, then, for example, also on Osmosis and other like uh, IBC based uh, uh, protocols. Uh, and and it, uh, just a few days ago, also like Torchain main Twitter, they announced the Tor Savings product coming up, like with providing twenty percent APY on on any layer one asset that you provide, like Bitcoin, obviously non wrapped version. Uh, how important do you think is that? Can be compared to something that like is so essential for again the Terra ecosystem with a twenty percent savings rate on on Anchor. How do you see this? And, and perhaps some of you also can explain a bit how, how this works in not full technical perspective, but <laughs> just to understand where does this yield come from? Maybe you, you asked two questions. Maybe I'll, I'll take on the first yeah. one, then I'll, I'll hand over. Um, so basically I'm super excited for, for this feature, um, especially also for, for Tor Wallet. Um, having like this single-sided option to get exposure and API on uh, yeah, basically native Bitcoin finally makes those proof of work assets DeFi ready and you can earn yeah, API on it. And, and that's just huge. Like they're um, still the, the biggest assets out there. Um, so I expect the demand to be huge. And then also from uh, like for, for Tor Wallet, we really want to democratize finance, make it accessible for the masses with uh, a mobile wallet, which is super easy to use, um, but it's not just a wallet, but has also all those DeFi features. So you literally can finally be your own bank. Um, as basically was the, the notion like in 2016, 17 and so on, like big blockchain is here for being your own bank. And now finally, um, it's here because if you if you pool liquidity pooling comes with more risks, um, right? Like in permanent loss, uh, you have actually two assets exposures, etc. You need to understand the mechanisms behind it. So um, as it, it's basically a new way to invest, um, but for the masses, what is really interesting is those one-sided APIs. Um, on, on those coins and that's why I'm super happy that it's finally coming we want to implement it as, as soon as it's out there and yeah 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's, it's also it's, so competitive, right? Because I spent some, quite a while. Uh, lo- absolutely, yeah. For farms and, and farming Bitcoin, I mean, it's really a pain, right? Either you have to mess around with uh, webs, uh, web versions and, and bridges to earn like single digit yield, or you have to kind of trust a, a centralized lender like BlockFi or Nexo or others, uh, again, for mostly single-digit uh, yield. So I think it could be a game exactly. changer. We're just a few percentage of Bitcoin going into this way. Absolutely. Imagine for all the people in El Salvador uh, who have now the opportunity to earn a guy on their native Bitcoin uh, without wrapping it and so on. Uh, it's, it's huge, right? Now we have to just convince the city of Miami to use it uh, for their. <laughs> I was about to say that actually. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I mean like that. I'm, uh, you can see like the banks have failed providing like compelling like uh, uh, returns on, on saving accounts, and I, I do believe that like this initiative on top of what you know like you can already do with uh, with Anchor or Orion. Uh, is going to be like key for, for for the masses. So completely with uh, with Marcel on that, and uh, and we, look, we we also really looking forward to it. I think in wallet yields in general are, are going to be a game changer. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, you need to pick your your, your battles, but uh, having a few options at least on the main assets, whether it's stable coins, Ethereum, or, or Bitcoin, makes a lot of sense. And 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 that's going to definitely be uh, something much more straightforward for 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 the new joiners, for the normies joining now DeFi. Uh, than than the current uh, um, um, you know options. Awesome. Uh, Lucas, anything you want to add here? Yeah, I think Anchor Protocol did really a, a decent job in in setting out this uh, as the as, as the intention was um, setting out this anchor rate of twenty percent. Like this is more or less the floor now in DeFi. Nobody can offer something below. <laughs> that's that's actually great. Um, uh, I think with Tor Savings, the, the difference is that, of course, in how it works is, is different, but also in terms of user experience, it's probably much much more straightforward. You have your Bitcoin probably already somewhere lying around, and you bring your Bitcoin, and a few weeks, a few months later, you get your Bitcoin back with some yield on it, and you that actually don't need to understand what's going on in the background. And that's probably a big, big advantage compared to, to Anchor Protocol, where it's still hard to get UST. Um, and with, with Tor Savings, you can do this more or less with any, any major asset. And that's pretty, pretty amazing. And yeah, you, you also asked before how this actually works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Actually, the Tor savings is relying on synthetic assets. So um, when a user starts out with, with Bitcoin, he, um, what the user doesn't see, but what, what happened in the background is that the Bitcoin is swapped into room, uh, is provided to the BTC room pool, a synthetic asset is minted out of it uh, with um, synthetic pool units. And these uh, synthetic assets is locked in in a vault and as long as it's locked in, it starts to earning some yield. How much this yield is is set by a, a yield rate, uh, is set by the protocol. And it more or less the yield is paid by the, in the first place by the reserve. So if I'm, I have some Bitcoins locked in and I'm retain them and claim my yield, I'm getting that paid by the reserve. And the reserve then has kind of a deficit. 
So it needs to kind of, kind of fill up this deficit again. And for that uh, portion of the assisted income is taken, which fills up block by block, um, fills up the deficit until it's again uh, at zero. And so it's more or less the yield, which is the yield is paid by the assisted income uh, in the end. Perfect, thank you. Now we also learned something <laughs> from, uh, from the technical perspective. Um, hey, yeah. hey, hey guys, um, may I add to it something, right? Uh, hey everyone, I'm Michael from Broker. I'm the marketing lead here. And one more thing for the vaults, why I think that will be also super important is that they'll be basically the building block for the whole Torfi. Because, you know, if you want to have uh, lending and borrowing, when you want to have other things, uh, the vaults that will generate APY, they'll be basically the main thing that will be used for that. Because if you want to have self-repaying loans, you need to have something that generates the interest that will be paying it. So that's also the major thing why the vaults will be like super nice, not only because that, you know, they, they will generate 20%, I mean, like, that's awesome. But, you know, afterwards, everything beyond that will be built on top of that. So synthetics, vaults, and all the other instruments. So as a, yeah, just the detail. <laughs> okay, great, great, thank you. And, and we talked already about uh, liquidity. I mean, there has been now the announcement for Tokamak, for the token reactor core two voting, which is kind of tokenized liquidity and also Torchain uh, creating protocol-owned liquidity. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? What many, let's say, call the result of DeFi 2.0 spearheaded by, by Olympus, for example. How is, is Torchain or how would Torchain uh, benefit from, from both like initiatives? I mean, with, with, with TokenMac, it's... I'm curious how it, how it works out, but uh, as it looks like, it could be really um, a nice way to bring more liquidity to the Torchain. Uh, there's also already a decent amount of liquidity locked in in, in Tokenmark. So if um, I, I think Torchain is now Arun is now at um, the second um, rank. So guys, uphold it if you participate <laughs> in Tokenmark core voting. Um, if Room is getting in there. Uh, I think this could be really a great way to just increase liquidity in, or increase the depth of the pools. Mm. On the other hand, I'm not sure how it will work out when liquidity is removed again. So of course, this I think the, the term is now one week. Um, so not sure how this will play out if, if liquidity is again removed. But um, yeah, in the first place, pretty pretty sure that it could be beneficial for torching. Yes, thank you, Lucas. Any any other views on this? No, no worries. Uh, we have more questions, <laughs> and uh, one is uh, kind of uh, leading the news right now in the Torch ecosystem. Obviously, like the ongoing let's say IDO weeks. Uh, now we have seen the IDO a public sale of of TorSwap now completed in all three stages with TorStarter, TorChain, and also like the SushiSwap listing, uh, and XDeFi and and TorWallet uh, like uh, more or less starting very very soon. Um, what are kind of your learnings uh, that you have seen and, and uh, 
I mean, it's amazing to see now all the, these uh, tokens of sub-projects of, of Torchhead launching. But how, how have you perceived it? What can be improved in, in your opinion? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I think it's really cool, like, uh, uh, to have, like, all these Torchain projects, you know, like, uh, um, that are releasing tokens are uh, definitely grateful for the community. I think, you know, organizing an ICO isn't an easy task. Uh, it can never be perfect, I'd say, that, you know, there is always room for, for improvement, and obviously we're trying to inquire ourselves from what happened in the, in the past. Um, you know, there are plenty of different recipes. I don't think there is one, you know, like uh, uh, almighty recipe. But what we've done with, with, with XDeFi Wallet was, you know, to, uh, to do first like a crowd sale with a fixed price per token for people that have whitelisted themselves either directly via the wallet or if there were torch ads or if they had like a high degen score and so on. Uh, and this to make sure that, uh, you know, uh, we don't do everything via the auction. And people, and this is getting butted, and at, at the end of the day, you have like 25, 30 addresses that have uh, most of the, um, of, the, um, of, the, of the allocation for, for, for the public sale. Um, there will also be a detraction right after uh, for, for any tokens that are remaining and that were not sold during the crowd sale. Let's see how it goes. Uh, we believe it's going uh, to work well, but you never know. So, uh, you know, we'll, 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 see, we'll see what happens. We're confident in the, in the strategy in place, and, uh, and we think it's the... the the fair way to, to do things, uh, in our opinion, and um, and yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to this to be uh, to be done with, and then uh, continue focusing on uh, on releasing more products. Perfect. Thank you. We will talk also about the, the, the detailed upcoming plan or schedule in, in a few minutes for XDFi, and then what's your, uh, the view of the others in terms of ongoing ideas? Yeah, obviously, we're super excited that um, it's finally here after months of preparation. Obviously, uh, IDEO is not an easy task. It's like walking a straight line on a rocking boat um, or, or like moving targets. Um, but um, obviously, super interesting, um, not just challenging. And um, yeah, as you said, we, we have also some updates just in a few minutes. Overall, we are very excited. Uh, for all the Torchain ecosystem projects that have launched and also will launch and are around the corner. Um, we think it's really beneficial for the ecosystem. And uh, yeah, all the projects have like different kind of DNA and uh, a great use case for the ecosystem. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to each one of them. And for the details, I, I will share some details in, in a few minutes. Perfect. Lucas, Michael, anything you want to add? Yeah, sure. I think it's pretty positive sign for the entire ecosystem that those those projects are now really starting out doing their ideas. Um, <clears throat> my opinion, Fortune probably lost, in terms of ecosystem, probably lost six to nine months um, to do these um, hacks in the summer. We've seen how the terror ecosystem in the meanwhile really, really flourished um, and so many projects popped up. Uh, I'm I, I'm hoping that the same will now happen with Torchin because the more projects, the more competition, the more players in there, um, the better for all of us. And um, yeah, now we've, we've talked about XD5, Torball, I think that's a great start. Awesome. We will follow We will follow soon. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just a few. few we're, we're, learning, weeks we're, we're, learn, we're learning from you guys and then do and don't put our own idea. Perfect. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> like it. Yeah, it's always uh, advantage and disadvantages of, of being early or being late, right? 
Uh, last question for the for the panel: If uh, somebody wants to now also start a project for Torchain or on Torchain, what kind of product or protocol or tooling do you think is still missing in the ecosystem and should be built, but you're currently too busy to do it on your own? Is there something that comes to your mind? Uh, yeah, uh, cross-chain push notifications. Uh, for me, that that would be something super powerful, a little bit like EPNS, but cross-chain. I'd love to be working on it myself, but we just don't have the the, the time really. Uh, the backlog is already more than full, and I'm, I'm sure, guys, that's the same for you. Um, but I, I think that would be something super powerful, especially I guess like for Xify wallet and Tor wallets, because that, as you know, as wallets, like notifications are something really important. So, especially for the users, definitely uh, something I'd love to to see uh, coming soon. Oh, it's a great, great point. And uh, yeah, if somebody's interested in doing it, building it, I mean, I'm sure Torchain is, is funding it. Um, so <laughs> raise your hand and, and, and start building. A anything else? Um, it's actually a great idea. Um, what, what I also really like is now the development with the light node. You actually mentioned it in the intro, mm -hmm. um, giving uh, yeah community members a chance to run a light node is great. Um, I would love to spend more time on that as well. We actually just set up our own node, um, started working on it. Um, I mean, not fully operational, um, but yeah, this this kind of uh, part of the ecosystem, we are now elaborating even further and spend more time on it. Yeah, it will give more people the chance to really have an active uh, stake in the in the network. And it's definitely something that I think we all can agree that uh, has a positive impact, right? So uh, I know that Emily needs to leave at 12. So uh, why don't you start to give us a short update on what you have been working on lately, latest milestones, what com what's coming up in the future, and just to recapitulate on, on the IDO plans uh, for, the, for the coming days. Yeah, absolutely. Th th thanks for that, Arkan. Um, okay, so IDO, we have uh, the crowd sale at a fixed token price on Monday, as I said just before. We have a Dutch auction for the remaining tokens on Wednesday. Everything is happening on MISO Launchpad. Uh, you can find more information you know, uh, via our Discord channel or our Gitbook. Uh, uh, please feel free to, to ask any questions if you're curious or, or if you're already whitelisted. We, we're happy to, to assist. Um, now for, for, for the products, a lot of things. Uh, I think, you know, like, uh, and it's a little bit what Lucas said before, like uh, sometimes you have like, you know, kind of a feeling that not a lot of things are happening, but it's more than you're trying to focus on like plenty of big features and everything is kind of being shipped like uh, almost at the same time. Not exactly, but, but, but almost. For XDeFi wallets, uh, uh, we had a big focus recently on, on Terra. Um, so obviously adding Terra, adding uh, uh, depositing UST into uh, Anchor via uh, XDeFi Wallet uh, interface directly, uh, which has been released today. Uh, uh, now we're focusing on adding Wormhole as well um, to Torchain, uh, the cross-chain swaps in general, because like Torchain and, and Wormhole are going to be added like in the next two weeks to, to the to the wallet. So you're going to be able to snap swap uh, from within the wallet directly really soon. Um, dark mode's coming. It's been asked by, by the community for a long time now, so uh, it's coming. It's, it's almost done. Uh, we're testing it right now, so it should be probably by the end of next week. Uh, what else? We need, okay, we're also, you know, working with Broker on, on the synths, uh, so this is something we're working on as well uh, to be able to, uh, to facilitate this for the Torchain users. Um, what else? Uh, displaying LP tokens for Torchain, uh, that's going to be added really soon. LP tokens for the Ethereum ecosystem is already done. It's not finished uh, to be integrated, but it's going to come really soon. 
and I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop giving you bullet points because like there are a lot of other stuff. But but essentially, uh, essentially, uh, um, we we've been able to scale the team quite quite significantly in the last four months, and that gave us you know like uh, the, the resources to. Uh, to uh, to work on more features and a lot is going to happen in, by the end of November and and and, and early uh, early December. So, yeah, super excited. Uh, um, uh, please also like guys, if if if, if anyone has suggestions, uh, you know, for, for for new features or or whatever feedback, please you know like uh, go in our Discord and and make them. We we always uh, open to hear what you guys want uh, in in your wallet. So um, so yeah, exciting times. Um, that's pretty much it. More stuff around NFTs as well are going to happen really soon. Like we are, we are, we're working with NFT 20, so you can, you know, send, uh, sell your, your NFT in, in one click uh, uh, from uh, from XDFi wallet, and also send them uh, in, in in a few clicks rather than having to use OpenSea. And uh, and in Q1, we're also going to start working on on um, with with a few partners uh, uh, on uh, on depositing NFTs as a collateral from within the wallet as well, directly. So that's going to be quite cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. Oh, NFT is, is credible. I like it. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. nice. That's nice. <laughs> um, just like if, if anybody has a question now uh, to Emily from, from XDFA, you can uh, raise your hand and I can uh, set you as a speaker. Just yes. meanwhile, like two questions from my side. One is you mentioned how you did the whitelisting for public sale. I think it was great how you did it with working with uh, score, working with Tor chats and also have the, uh, giving the ability to the public to to sign up uh, without any uh, like prerequisites. Uh, what, what's your, uh, how satisfied have you been with the reaction, how fast it has been like uh, filled? Yeah, look, it's been filled like incredibly quickly and uh, you know, like that that's kind of humbling to see that and, and we were super happy about uh, uh, you know uh, the, the collaboration we had with both the Gensco and Torchad that, that that worked well. Within the wallet it worked well as well. It worked well as well. And afterwards, you know, you always have people in the community that that you know like uh, missed it and, and wish they had they had been there and you know like uh, as much as I would love to have everyone uh, uh, whitelisted unfortunately it's not something that is doable so you you only always going to have some occasion some um, some uh, situation like that but i think overall it was it was great success uh, and th th there is a lot to be done around scores in general uh, um, and uh, i think terra is also working on something called passport with loyalty score that gives you the ability to basically assess how good a, a holder of airdrop is, and then it gives it, it gives them basically like a, a, a larger airdrop for for the next time there was an airdrop, which is a really interesting concept if you think about it. Um, so yeah, uh, big fan of uh, leveraging on chain activity to, uh, to 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 whitelist addresses either for for a sale or for an airdrop or for whatever else. Uh, so I think it went well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think also like as support of Terra is doing this now kind of uh, seeing who is most most active on, on the blockchain, not necessarily who has provided the most capital, but really uh, incentivizing activity. I think that's, that's the right way. And if you have like per blockchain or even the future cross-chain level, uh, a metrics, an objective one that you can use for this, that's uh, yeah much fairer than many of the other ways. I also don't currently completely agree. A second question to you is now you have a token before MetaMask, right? Uh, obviously, <laughs> like the biggest competitor, but MetaMask like uh, will soon, probably soon launch their token. Any any views on, on how big this is gonna be? 
So this is going to be big because there is going to be like a Uniswap effect because that's basically what they're going to do, right? I think the difference between our tokenomics and theirs and, and you know, uh, um, um, shout out to, to Delphi Digital who designed our, our, our tokenomics. Uh, uh, I think we have something which is really strong and whereby we are also redistributing value to, to, to our uh, token holders. Um, so I encourage you to look a little bit how the, the, the mechanics of the token works, but essentially what we're doing is pretty different to what I heard uh, MetaMask is doing for different reasons. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I cannot comment too much on that, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's all about like comparing, uh, uh tokenomics. Like, uh, I, yeah. Mm, okay. Thank you. Um, so again, if somebody has a question, uh, I will make you speak and you can ask it yourself. I know it's, uh, probably a little bit shy to do that. Uh, but yeah, no worries if you have a question, that's the best way to do it. Uh, but thank you, Emily. Uh, I understand if you need to leave. So I, I already thank you for your participation and, and all the updates. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. And let's continue with uh, Marcel from, from Torvald. Awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah, happy to give you an update on uh, recent developments on Torvald. So as mentioned before, an idea was pretty much uh, a moving target. And with months of preparation, we had like last minute changes at uh, phase one with Tor Starter as well as phase two, uh, the launch on Tor Chain with uh, Tor Swap. And those changes needed to be addressed quickly and in a very dynamic manner. Like uh, no one is to blame, but there is nothing particularly interesting about it. But we have to roll out the punches like to deliver on time. So when those changes um, are decided, we are always, um, we always have the community in mind, like always, as well, of course, as the overall health of the Torvald project. And uh, sometimes those last minute changes uh, impact also token economics calculations, supply allocations, which has been prepared. Uh, for weeks and months, uh, even like these requirements also, uh, we, we need to spend a fair bit of time with our lawyers to make sure changes are compliant with Swiss law and so on. So it's like walking a straight line on a rocking boat. And sometimes those decisions need to be brought to the community, um, such as our vote on how to proceed uh, the launch on Tor chain. Uh, we basically saw two options uh, of have, both having advantages and disadvantages, and we wanted the community to understand. That's also why we highlighted uh, that they need to read the Medium article with great care uh, to understand it, uh, also to understand our uh, line of thinking, and then basically go for a vote. Uh, you know, we're a Swiss team. We'd like to vote for, for a lot of things. <laughs> and I think the approach, yeah, the, the approach was welcomed by the community. Um, and it, yeah, it basically shows that we care, give transparency, and we also intend to operate like that in the future. Um, when we come to the vote, it's actually a pretty clear outcome. 66% uh, uh, went for option A, which means our IDO happens on TorChain and will go down on Wednesday. Um, honestly, this wasn't what the team internally wanted, but we care what our community wants and we are doing what we ask for. And now we're in full preparation mode uh, to make it a full success. Um, we 
to make it a full success, we also increased our allocation of the Torchain launch a lot um, because we want uh, the launch to proceed slowly enough so the community is able to see what is happening to the price rather than to have ape blindly and just hope for the best. Um, yeah, and then I'd just like to highlight some, some other points. Um, uh, sorry, sorry, just, uh, just one question, Marcel. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, that that yeah. we understand. Uh, what does it now mean that we go with option A? So uh, the schedule stays as originally uh, published, uh, no postponement, but what are the, the advantages and disadvantages of, of the outcome now from a user perspective? Um, sure, sure. So again, I would highlight that everyone reads the Medium article where it's outlined pretty clear, I think. So right now, um, we um, use the interface um, to add liquidity. Uh, most people will go through the ToySwap uh, interface, I uh, assume. Um, we will also prepare um, a Medium article, which displays exactly how to do that. Um, we will beforehand actually airdrop uh, some TGT, um, which then enables to add liquidity to the uh, pool, to the staging pool, um, as you would normally add. Um, but there is no uh, specific IDO interface uh, or landing page um, as it was before. Um, so, so that's basically the, the disadvantage. We suggested also some improvements um, if we would have made an own uh, landing page just for that. Although landing page sounds a bit like it's not a big task, but in the back end, it's like building TorSwap Lite. <laughs> uh, so quite a bit of work. Um, and then we could have implemented some uh, suggested um, yeah, uh, improvements, such as sending the ETA transaction first, uh, then showing the price again, and then you can do the faster room transaction, um, which gives, again, more transparency. Um, now the community has chosen that they, they do not want that and they do not want to wait because it takes between three to maybe six weeks to develop that from scratch. Um, but um, yeah, right now also, again, as I said before, to highlight that we increased um, the, the pool allocation a lot, which is basically just financial mathematics that um, you, you don't like, it's, it's more linear increase and less uh, a pump and then a dump, so uh, less volatility um, and basically less, a bit less of a black box than it used to be. Yeah, in crypto, nobody wants to wait, right? That's the, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> um, but it's so it, exactly it be a yeah. more war experience, let's say. But uh, yeah, everybody who wants to take part, please make sure you read all the <clears> material, <throat> you read the guide, how it's working. And is there some place where people can ask questions during? Uh, the Tor chain public sale? Yeah, surely. We, we encourage everyone to join Discord. Uh, we will be available there. Uh, we will help wherever we can. Obviously, when it comes to mechanics of the Tor swap site per se, there we're limited, but everything else um, we, we can support. And of course, also for the preparation, um, how to use the TGT, we airdrop and so on. Um, please read the the medium article that is out already carefully, we will issue a second one uh, just for phase two, uh, like a how-to guide. And and then, uh, yeah, basically prepare accordingly. And then I think we're, yeah, good to go. Perfect. Thank you. So, so I, I interrupted uh, you before you wanted to. 
heads. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, yes, because I, I simply have, have some more points I'd like to highlight. Um, uh, quickly highlighting the NFTs. So after announcing um, that our Tor wallet NFTs give like a preferred treatment in the Tor starter launch, they got sold out super quickly and are now currently traded as well on OpenSea. I heard even that there are some fakes around, so please be aware and check accordingly. Um, uh, just to to yeah, not have a bad surprise. And we will continue to prefer, like we continue the preferred treatment of our NFT holders in the future, and of course of the TGT holders. Um, like we we intend to be very very generous. Like I know. That some were unhappy that the location size on Tor Starter um, is not that big, but keep in mind that we six-folded um, from our intended allocation swiftly after we needed to change the mechanism on on how to launch with Tor Starter. Well, again, needed to pay attention on our initial plan token economics, as you know, just explained before. Um, but I'm really um, certain, as well as my team, and we're confident that the tour starter participants uh, will see a good return that outstrips the, the current high gas fees. Um, and also, we continue to be generous with the TGT holders. Um, there, I'd like to address um, that when we first announced the project, we said that we're going to buy back 20% um, of our tokens and burn them. With, with many the projects, like. with the revenue, yeah, yeah, with the revenue we create, exactly. Um, many projects don't provide much detail at all, so we're kind of a victim of our own communication with that. We we had always intended to increase that, but haven't communicated it as well as we should have. Um, so, actually, we're going to immediately increase that buyback to fifty percent. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, basically, as, as an announcement, first heard here. Um, in the future, most likely, this uh, will increase again. And, of course, we're going to offering very choose rewards in the TGT uh, rune pool, as, as well as some handsome uh, single-sided uh, staking rewards of, of TGT. Um, and quickly, uh, a thing about the airdrop. Don't forget the airdrop. Um, most likely, um, we will be airdropping a single TGT to all uh, who register for the Tor chain. It's basically like a whitelisting. Um, this will be distributed at our cost, so you don't need to claim it. And then when the uh, app is available in the Apple Store, as well as the Android, we will um, give like a proper airdrop that can be claimed within the app directly. Uh, that, that will be more generous. So right now, this is uh, the plan right now. Um, and yeah, so I, I really want to highlight that we really execute on our promises. And uh, yeah, for, for now, those are the points I wanted to, to highlight and I'm happy to answer if, if questions are around. Great, uh, great updates. Thank you very much. Again, if somebody wants to ask a question, I will set you speaker, see one. Just a question from my side before. You mentioned the airdrop. Uh, have you published like what are the requirements for uh, to get the airdrop? It's, it's bound to the NFT? Um, it's not bound to the NFT as we want to have to... Um, to have it as broad as possible, people to participate in phase two. 
Um, most likely it will be like a small Google form where people can fill out and also prove a little bit their experience with, with TorChain. They need to obviously enter their ETH address, um, Ethereum address, and, and then they get airdrop one TGT. And also for, for everyone who, who misses that, for, for whatever crazy reasons, we will have a, a contract ready um, for the launch where you can basically claim um, one TGT. Um, yeah, that's that's for those to still be able to participate, and that's just for those who who miss um, the the airdrop, like a fallback solution. Okay, perfect. Thank you. So I see Juggernaut uh, wants to ask a question. I will quickly set you on speaker. You're able to speak now, I guess. Yep. Just unmute yourself. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, yes. Nice to be there. Nice to meet you all. Uh, yeah. uh, first question. Uh, we know that the aim of uh, XDFI is integrate a lot of uh, a maximum of blockchain faster as possible. Either are you on the same way? Uh, second question is very much more uh, basically. Uh, you know, we know now that um, Torvalid got a fire ramp. Uh, in the near future, it will be uh, possible to pay uh, in the supermarket with my phone if I got a TG uh, uh, Torvalid. Is it in the plan or not? Okay, so two questions. Okay, right, great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, two questions, right? So the first one, to implement as much blockchains as possible. So we obviously want to be a, like the one-stop solution that everyone can use. So you don't have like three wallets uh, on your mobile phone. So hence, we yes, we, we follow um, the idea that we want to integrate as much blockchain as possible. Um, we are ramping up the developer teams. We are hiring new people to be able to deliver um, as fast as possible. And, and yes, that's the plan. Um, when it comes to your uh, second uh, question regarding can you pay uh, on the, uh, in the supermarket? So first, um, what we want to work on is a, is a fiat on-ramp. Um, to clarify that, um, because there were community members, um, again, there, it's, it's probably like a split-split half don't want to have fiat at all because they just don't like it. It's old school. And the other ones say, well, it's super convenient. Let's have it. So the, the, the idea that I have in mind is have like a, a cool multi-wallet functionality where one, um, one wallet, you actually have Fiat on-ramp and in the other one, if you don't want it, you, you don't. Obviously for Fiat on-ramping, um, you, you will need some type of KYC if, if we talk about uh, proper Fiat on-ramping. Um, yes, and, and not everyone is up for that. So we, we want to make it optional. Um, then how to, to spend money is actually uh, a little bit something different. This would mean we, we need to connect to a payment provider. Uh, this would put us more like with crypto.com that we also have a credit card and so on. Um, long term, like, yes, I like the idea. Um, but for, for 2022, um, maybe for, for a half, the second half, we can 
think if uh, if it's feasible for for the roadmap right now we're super packed obviously with delivering on on everything we have promised so far but um yes it's it's definitely a good idea and we actually encourage um the community to to keep coming those ideas and we will brainstorm it internally with our advisors with the community um as we are a community driven project and it kind of requires you to uh, add like at least virtual cards and, and then integrate with i don't know apple uh, google exactly this yeah, absolutely it's exactly this and this is comes with a lot of uh, requirements um not that we're shy of not working towards that but um it it basically um if you're a DeFi project and you you want to connect with that um you're a first mover um which means it's it's more work um we are happy to do so um but let's just you know plan carefully plan the resources uh, do a proper timeline project management and and then we are we're up for something like that thank you uh, juggernaut does this answer your questions Three, two, one. I guess so. <laughs> Great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much. Uh, thank Marcel. you very much. Thank you. So uh, let's move to Broca. We are already quite late in time. So I hope you have still a few more minutes uh, for us. Lucas, do you want to give us an update? Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What's What's next for Broker? So we are um, up to launch Broker on the um, ChaosNet. Um, which is pretty exciting, um, together with the launch of Synths or act the activation of Synths. Um, so probably next two weeks uh, till end of end of November, I would say that's that's the target date. So um, as you can imagine, a lot of stuff to do uh, right off before I launch, but we are pretty confident that this will work out pretty well. Um, before that, we um, also sync with other other projects in the ecosystem to uh, also with nine realms to um, kind of test or battle test the sims um, so there there will be some announcement soon about this for proper testing we also provide a, a sh small tool um, which is put live next week on, on the proper testnet uh, version where i can claim some testnet room um, so if you want to test out those stuff, just um, open up Procker and get your testnet room. And we will also host, an, um, we, we call it an ABA session, not an AMA session, but an ABA session, ask brother anything, as Procker is your brother in DeFi. Um, this session will be mainly related to synthetics. So what can you actually do with students? Why are they important? Um, and, technical details and every, everything will be covered there. And so when you're up for Synths, just make sure to join this session. Um, I think Michael will, will announce soon when this will take place. So this is more for the, uh, the short-term um, roadmap. Mid-term, so the next, let's say two to three months, we're really focusing on building up Torchin as well as Terra uh, functionalities. So as I said before, we are aiming to be this this one-stop solution where you can make use of torchin and terra in, in one place with very um, easy and, and um yeah an easy way to interact with the services so um we are working right now on the mirror integration so that you can go um long farming on mirror 
with the plan to, as a next step, to um, have Delta Neutral strategy automated for the user. So in the end, you start with any torsion-based asset and you will be able to make use of Delta Neutral strategy on, on, on Terra. This is kind of the, the next um, bigger milestone we are aiming for. And yeah, pretty, pretty exciting um, uh, as I think. In the beginning of, of Broker, we also focused heavily on working out this concept and, and the idea of um, being a product for the, for the mass market. So really focused on how we want to approach these, these people, how we want to distribute, uh, display information to those people. Um, in the last couple of weeks, we added some additional, additional perspective thinking more about how we can accrue value and capture value on the protocol level. Um, did a, as I think, a pretty good job on that. So we will also announce more information on how Procker will look like on the, on the protocol level, what's going on there, how the, the value is kept within this, its, its own system and why the pro token is so super important um, in this entire, entire system. So probably will be yeah, announced in the next couple of weeks, uh, more to that. And in, in parallel, of course, we're starting to prepare our, uh, our um, IDO. The DGA will be take place in Q1 next year. So uh, as I said before, we are now looking how the other, the other guys doing, the other teams doing, try to learn from that, uh, as well as um, our middle of preparing our own stuff already. And uh, like when can we expect like uh, the first, uh, let's say, productive uh, launch or product ready? The first part of it. So this will this will um, at the same time as soons are being activated. So I would say end of November. Okay, great. So and from, from that, from to that play <laughs> exactly from that moment on, you will be able to um, to interact with soons. So to mint soons, to to swap them, to redeem back to to layer one assets as well as swap just layer one assets. So just have access to the liquidity pools and swap assets between, um, between A and P. Um, also on our roadmap is to an easier way to provide liquidity to, to um, torsion pools. Um, just another way to provide liquidity on torsion um, and to get more liquidity in there. I think that's, that's we all, all of us will benefit from it. Definitely. And, and your like Terra based products with like, long-term, it will all like uh, kind of come together and be in a, a symbiotic relationship. But for now they are planned uh, after since, right? They are planned after, after since launch, exactly. Um, so we are, we are already working on it. So um, we've kind of the, the invest page is more, more or less ready. So um, as a next step, we enable the buying of M assets and putting those M assets on, on, on long farming. We just, again, what, just one step. So we try to keep it simple for the user. We try to address users that are not that um, that hardcore degens and who know everything, how, how everything works, but we in the long run want to attract the mass market, uh, but still want to make use of these great benefits DeFi and, the, and it's more specific to watch and Terra offers. And yeah, 
So next step, long farming on mirror. And this is kind of one crucial step towards Delta neutral farming on mirror. Awesome, thank you. Thank you, Lucas, for, for this update. Any questions to Lucas and Michael from Proker? If yes, now the chance. Otherwise, we are up. Ah, there's one. Yes, thank you. Ah, I will set you now a speaker. Let's hey, go. can you hear me? Hey, yes. Just wanted to say hi, right? Haven't talked to Lucas in a while. Hey, Arkon. And also hey. to congratulate, right? First of all, I think you have the best token name of all, right? So everybody <laughs> who who doesn't want to have your token, I don't understand that, right? I want to become a bro myself. So I think there you did an excellent move. And for the rest, um, I mean, we have talked, Lucas, right? I think it's so important. And I see this right now more and more that what you're saying, right? We need mainstream adoption. And I think your app will be one of the core ones, hopefully, to to move ahead. And I wanted to ask how you're imagining the IDO process, but then you said also at the same time that you want to learn from the others. So that kind of made it clear that you're still figuring it out. But I still, I don't know if you have something in your mind what you think works, right, if you can or want to share uh, on the IDO process yourself? Uh, sure, yeah, great to see you again, thank you. Um, um, and yeah, as I said, crypto or DeFi, bring, bring DeFi to, mass, to the masses, it's super important. Um, the, the hard thing here is we are, all of us, probably in this, um, in this um, channel here, we're all kind of in a bubble. So we are in DeFi all the time and we think this is the only thing out there. But um, to understand both worlds, this DeChain DeFi world and the mass market is pretty a pretty hot job, I guess. But yeah, we, we're trying to do so. Um, regarding the, the IDO, so we already announced that we will do a part of it via Tor Starter. Um, this is still true. Um, we're also considering to, to launch it directly on Torchin as well. Um, it's not finally decided yet. And since we are um, we are also considering of or not finally decide where the token actually will be, if it's on Ethereum or uh, it's even on Terra. Terra. So um, we're also considering maybe to have some or use some launchpad there. So, um, but as I said, nothing finally decided yet and um, a lot of open questions still to answer. Yeah, no, cool to hear that. Uh, so please don't put it on Ethereum, right? Uh, I'm a shrimp, I'm a poor guy. <laughs> I, I cannot afford the fees over there. It's, it's still the, the only issue I have with Torstarter all the time is why is it on Ethereum? And it hurts all my years that I'm, I'm getting there. No, but it's, uh, as I said, I'm very much looking forward to your work and keep it up and uh, yeah, I'm jumping out uh, already. And yeah, um, let me become a bro soon. Thanks, thank, you. thank you for your question. By the way, Torstart is also expanding towards Terra. So um, this should probably also solve for future. So thank you all very much for taking part. Uh, and sorry, because we couldn't do it from the, from the official Torchain um, uh, account. Uh, hopefully this will work better in the future. Um, but hearing all these great uh, speeches and, and updates, I'm very bullish again on, on Europe. <laughs> Has been a real uh, EU-focused uh, session today with teams from Austria, Switzerland, UK, 
And yeah, that, I think that's uh, that's also quite weird that not all innovation happens only in the US and, and Asia. So thank you all very much for, for joining and enjoy your day, night, evening, whatever it is. And thank you here and see you next time. Thanks, Akman, for hosting this. Awesome. Yeah. See you guys. Have a great weekend. See ya.